0: This is Jeff Cooper with The All Night Show, and we're here at the Queen Elizabeth Playhouse, and we're going to be interviewing Randy Matthews, and we will be talking about his music, how he got into it, and how he has come to know the Lord and use that in his ministry. Okay, Randy Matthews, how did you start in music? I started in music when I was at a very early age. I started at six months. (laughs) I did, and I was playing, I, I was a child prodigy, mm-hmm. yes, I was playing uh, Frank Zappa, uh, I was playing with Frank Zappa by the time I was eight months old, God really used me in that band. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. okay, let's get yeah. serious here, okay, this is fine. okay, now, I start, how did I get, it? I'm sorry, okay. okay, let's pull it together now, Okay. Great.
1: <laughs> okay, I
0: started, I started in music, my daddy had a group called the Jordaneros Quartet, mm-hmm. which, uh, which backed Elvis Presley man for like 20 years. So I came into to music uh, very naturally, you know, I mean I, I grew up in rock and roll, I was born in the birth of rock and roll, that was in 1950 I was born, and uh, I grew up with it, also my father was an ordained minister, you know, so I had a, a very strong, Christian background as well as a rock and roll background
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I started playing professionally when I was about 12 so then how did you meet the Lord uh, that's you know a question like that is easy to ask it's a hard question to answer because it's it's uh, uh, coming to the Lord is a very evolutionary process you know what I mean by that mm-hmm. you just don't wake up one day and bingo you're a Christian I don't I don't believe mm-hmm. first of all you, you 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 hear maybe somebody speak, and they throw a little light on the story of Jesus.
1: Uh,
0: For me anyway, it worked this way. Uh, Maybe I read a book and that took me a little bit further down the line. Maybe I I saw a film, you know, and that took me further. I heard a song, uh, somebody shared with me and all this process led to me becoming a Christian. The thing that that took it over the line was a young brother who sat down and and shared with me uh, about Jesus. This was when I was 18 and, and playing full-time with a band he was a minister and he came into the club that we played in mm-hmm. sat down there you know and and hey he had no was not uptight mm-hmm. and if he hadn't have been like that man I'd still not picking in bars probably mm-hmm. you know. but uh, so many Christians get so uptight you know that they won't go into the world mm-hmm. to reach cats like me you know that were not being reached by the church mm-hmm. you know so I it, but Jesus never did that mm-hmm. so it was a combination of uh Different events and yeah, several, people. several different things, several different people. Of course, I had a, some really good parents, man, mm-hmm. and I was raised a Christian. Okay, mm-hmm. I was a Christian. I was, uh, for, uh, let's call it quote unquote Christian, mm-hmm. what the world calls a Christian. I was. I was a pretty, you know, a pretty good person. Mm-hmm. You know, I did things, but nobody found out about them. I was good at hiding stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I never became personally involved with Jesus mm-hmm. until I was 18. And there's a big difference. How did you first get the thought of mixing rock and gospel? There was a lot of controversy at first. Uh, people, it was too rock and roll for the Christians and too Christian for the rock and roll people. How, how did this actually come about? Did, um, there's a lot of people that could be credited with actually starting it. How did it actually start, and how did uh, the first thought of mixing rock music with Christian music? 1968 when I started taking on the mind of Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I looked at my life and I said, what can I do, man? I'm 18. What am I going to do with my life? Okay. Uh, I knew I could sing rock and roll. I knew I had some, some writing potential. And I knew that I had this newfound relationship with with my creator and his son so i just did what came natural. i started writing about the thing that that was affecting my life the most which any writer will do and of course that was the teachings of jesus uh the, the the christian lifestyle um and it was a natural thing that came out of it you know i mean i wrote my first gospel rock tune probably a week after I became a Christian, Mm -hmm. and uh, I wrote many tunes those first two years, but I kind of hid them in the closet, you know, because I was scared to have people hear them, because I mean, hey, you know, uh, I got kicked out of a college, a Bible college for it, that and other things, but for my radical ways, and I barely made it through the year at seminary, Mm. it just was not accepted, it was not accepted. Okay, now let's talk a bit about some of your songs, and Mm -hmm. we'll be playing quite a lot of your music tonight, so uh, let's hear about Holy Band, how you wrote it. Holy Band has just kind of been my theme song for about four years, four or five years. Uh, It's just another way of saying, hey, you can be... Involved with Jesus also, and just saying it in another way, and it's it's just a good fun time tune, just to let folks know that that you don't have to be uptight mm-hmm. if you're a Christian, man. You can just be people. See, Christians, brother, they're no different from non-Christians. There's no the only difference is that they're forgiven. Mm-hmm. See, they're no better. They're just forgiven. So uh, that's what that tune's is about. It's just say, hey, I'm just a people, man. I'm just, you know, I'm no better.
1: Anyone who wants to can Whoa, any woman, any man Anyone who wants to can Take your place in the holy band Anyone who wants to can Oh, any woman, any man,
0: yes you can, I say, anyone who wants to, can, all right, you got to take your place in the holy band. Okay, The Bad Has Made It Better. The Bad Has Made It Better was written about my experience uh, on the streets when I first started singing gospel rock, traveling around. Uh you know it's the same old story but it just just paying dues uh you know heavy dues uh first six months on the road you know uh, i wasn't eating at all because there was no money to eat from and, and i pulled like three of my own teeth in the first six months uh, health went completely haywire uh slept on the streets a lot of people talk about the streets even in Christian music today, oh, we came from the streets. But I I don't think few people have ever lived on the streets. Mm -hmm. That's what the tune is about. That even through that, man, even those rough times, Mm -hmm. it's hard to look and say, well, you're pulling one of your teeth out. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say, "Boy, I can see the good that's going to come from this. But but I have a promise as a Christian that even that's for my own good. Mm -hmm. I look back on it now, these, these many years later and I say what good was it? and I go hey if nothing else I got a good song out of it the bad yeah, has made it better right. so mm-hmm. Brown Eyed Woman it's about my old lady oh. yeah you're oh,
1: right <laughs> <laughs> no, huh? yeah that's, yeah. that's yeah. about my
0: wife that's one of the uh, two wedding songs that, that, that uh, we I sang at our wedding that and then one called Flesh of My Flesh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that talks about uh, the uh, the love love as uh, from a christian standpoint
1: mm-hmm.
0: There's so many marriages breaking up today man hey you know mm-hmm. i don't see how people stay together without without uh, christ at the center of their lives i know that sounds really jive to people mm-hmm. that are listening
1: yeah.
0: it almost sounds i'm gonna be honest, it almost sounds jive to say it mm-hmm. but all i can say is that it works and my wife and i've been together six years and she's th- seen me through hell and back and drug experiences since i've become a christian mm-hmm. And, and rich and broke and living on the streets and, and messed up into all kinds of weirdness and she's still with me and I'm still with her. Mm. And uh, ain't too many folks that can do that and that's not through any bar power but I believe that's through the power of an agape love right. which is a love of God. Right on. Wounded Warrior. It's a hard song to explain. It's a hard one to, to, to understand. Yeah. It has about three or four different messages to it. Um, I, I don't, if an artist paints a picture and you look at the picture and you say, explain this painting to me, it's almost like an insult to the artist. It's like the artist paints something and then you say, oh, that's really pretty colors. What is it? You know? Okay? It's, it's uh, kind of an insult to me. Now, I'm not saying you're insulting me. You know? Because I don't understand the song myself. No. Uh, no. It's just that it's one of those tunes that uh, I would prefer not to explain simply because I want people to get the different things for themselves out of it. You know? It means different things to different folks. Okay. Country Faith. Oh, that's a, just another good. This is a good time tune, man. About, uh, it's one of my earlier tunes. It's about my family. It's about a simple faith. Uh, not ignorance, now. I'm not saying ignorance or stupidity. I'm talking about trust, faith, and just good old country ways, man. I mean, hey, I'm just, you know, that's where, that's my roots, man. So this is my roots. Pharaoh's Hand. Another tune, like Wounded Warrior. Yeah. Now, I will say this about this tune.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Different people, have, once again, have derived different things from this song, but the song is written about the prostitution of the church for the government. That's what I will say about this one. Evacuation Day. The, the Christian church, the this, this church, Christians, right, they believe, as I do, that when Jesus... Uh, rose ascended from the earth after his resurrection that he was going to come back again after he said hey I'm going to prepare a place and when the time is full I'm going to come back and I'm going to take my church to this place okay heaven new Jerusalem whatever we want to call it uh, the uh, that they all the church will leave this earth okay the Christian people like to call that the rapture how many non-Christian people know what that means you know, I don't know University. what that. Means. I hardly know what that means. And I went to seminary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot of people like to call it the Second Coming. A little bit un- more understandable. But put in the context of this song, "Evacuation Day," I think it's more of a universal thing. Oh day. yeah. Okay. The next song is. I out of quiet here. We're trying to tape it. We're trying to do a tape for the radio. And you people are running around back here talking? It's just a disgrace. All right, so. Let's settle down here now. I mean, after all, we are Christians here, and we ought to be quiet now. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Are you ready, brother? Go ahead. I hope you keep this in here because I'm sure that this is going to enlighten a lot of people. Okay. All right. Now it's to be quiet. Okay. That's to really enlighten a lot of people. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Isn't all right. A good expression okay. after this. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, you would have Scott Ross going crazy. <laughs> okay, oh my. Okay, all right, oh my. Oh yeah, my. oh my, too, brother. Oh, the song, oh my. Yes, all right. my. Oh my is written about, uh, let me think, it's been so long since I even heard that song. Oh my, oh my. Just yeah, like right. Yeah, right, that's what right it here. was. There it is on that album, yep. That tune is, is it's off of an album called Eyes of the Sky, and the whole album was an approach of trying to be honest to myself, to other people, especially Christian people, about experiences that I've been through. This tune, oh my, oh my, my, if hell is any hotter, I don't want to die. If heaven's any higher, Lord, let me fly, is the next line. Uh, Quite honestly, when I wrote that tune, I didn't know if I was to die in whether I'd go to hell or heaven. And that's what the song was about. See, walking the Christian life is a very thin line. And all of us, nobody walks it straight, man. Nobody holds that line, toes that line completely, right? Some of us go off the left, we go off the right. I do all the time. Only one person ever held that line, his name was Jesus. He's the only guy that ever had it together. Everybody else is just trying to get it together. They, but none of us ever get it together And this song was a tune about me Coming through some changes And trying to get it together And trying to be honest Oh my Well then let's hear about the captain Captain is about the second coming It's about It's about those that will be uh, Left behind That don't know Jesus When he comes back okay. And a song you did tonight Guardian Angel Guardian Angel has, has quite a long story behind it, but basically the tune is, is written about uh, something that I believe in, man. And I know that a lot of people are sitting up going, this guy's off the wall. You know, but anyway, yeah, I see the angels too. Wow. Look where there's a pink one over there. Man. Anyway, uh, no, uh, I believe in angels, man. Uh, I believe I've had encounters with them. I know that sounds strange, but I believe it. I believe it, first of all, because it's left in the Word of God that and it's written down there that they are real and that I, I, it is possible for me to encounter them. And I've just had things happen to me in my past that I cannot logically explain as being anything else but an encounter with an angel. Mm. And uh, whew, it's a rush. Yeah, I believe it. you're right. And one of my real favorites, Pennsylvania song. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. brother. I appreciate that. That's another tune off Eyes of the Sky that was relating a situation that I played a Christian festival, all Christians.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, I've been ridiculed a lot, or put down a lot, I should say, for recording this tune and writing it. But it was a true story that happened about me taking a band to play for my brothers and sisters at a festival and being judged by my brothers and sisters and uh, it turned out to be a disaster. You know, uh, I was sharing with somebody upstairs a while ago that the Christian army, you know, and I maybe I well I'll say it: the Christian army is the only army that murders its wounded. Right? Every other army goes out and will run out there and grab their wounded and heal them. But Christians, because and here's the thing: because these people sitting out there and they're thinking, "Hey, I've seen Christians before." You know, Christians are a bunch of uptight folks. Most of them are. I used to be. Mm-hmm. The reason they're so uptight is they're trying to keep a front up for those that are not Christians and for the other Christians. to sin. we got it all together, and we got this brother over here that's having trouble, so let's talk about him. Let's destroy him, because the worse he looks, the better we're going to look. Right yeah, now. see? so But that's not where it's at. Yeah. That's not what Jesus taught us, man. He said, you shall know the truth, mm-hmm. and the truth will set you free. Right? So, I'm just, you know what I'm trying to get to, man? Is I'm trying to get to the point to where I'm just truthful and honest and I ain't got nothing to hide and they don't have nothing to worry about, man. If I'm not hiding anything, I don't have anything to worry about. Right? Nobody's going to find me huh? Because <laughs> I, already, I already spilled the beans, you know? Right? So, that's what that's about. Just another trip that I've been through in my life. Okay? Another great song for horsemen. Prophecy from Revelations. Uh, Uh, prophecy was one of the main things that influenced me to become a Christian Uh, because I'm a very I'm not real smart but I I approach things from a logical standpoint at least I try to Uh, I like everybody else looked at Christians I didn't look at Christ and in looking at Christians like these problems we've been talking about I saw this problem I saw this hassle I don't want to be a Christian Then I started looking to Christ and then I started reading man the the Bible for the first time reading it in context of like somebody okay like like for instance somebody came up and laid the book on me and said here's a good book read it and reading it with no preconceived ideas you know just reading it and letting it speak to me and in revelation I found prophecy prophecy is something that was foretold many years before that has come true to the last detail Prophecy after prophecy after prophecy and revelation, I would highly recommend you people that are listening to get a, a copy of like Good news for Modern Men mm-hmm. and, and if you want to get blown away, read revelations. Mm-hmm. then go out and buy because you're not going to understand it <laughs> and I don't understand all of it. No. nobody does. It's a very wow, it's a trip. but go out then and buy the late great planet Earth by what's Hal, Hal, Lin- Hal Lindsey and read that book, and read it with an open mind, and hey, it'll turn your head around. It'll turn your head around. Mm-hmm. Your head around. Yeah. So, th- that, as I started this answer about 30 minutes ago, uh, Four Horsemen is a revelation, mm-hmm. a prophecy from the book of Revelation. Okay, mm-hmm. on the same theme, Second Coming Sunset. Mm-hmm. That I wrote with a couple of buddies. Uh, a guy by the name of Dan Taylor and Mike Johnson, some real close friends of mine. We did an album together, Matthews Taylor and Johnson. It's actually a law firm. It's yeah. not an album. It's a law firm and a dental <laughs> dental clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Matthews Taylor and Johnson. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but uh, that that tune is just a good time tune of like, hey, you know, when we become Christians, a lot of times we we take ourselves too seriously. It's like, oh, we're Christians now, you know, yeah. and we've got to get, you know, and it's just like, it's just poking fun at like life and mm-hmm. each other and, and laughing it off. It just, hopefully, it's a funny song. Yeah. It's actually kind of dumb, but yeah. <laughs> That's good. I wrote all the good parts. The guys wrote the dumb parts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, the last song we're going to play tonight is a very serious one. Mm-hmm. Didn't he, so maybe you can explain where you were when you wrote it how. uh okay, didn't he is uh that is a tune that there are special songs uh everybody has them Christian or non christian everybody has special songs. that's a special song uh, it does a special thing to people. the song is was meant to capture. The reality of a God man, this Jesus God man, okay, as much man as God and vice versa. The reality of, of the, the pain and the anguish and the doubt that he experienced uh, uh, during the last day of his life, which is basically spent uh, throughout crucifixion. Uh, I think it comes close, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't even come close to to what Jesus experienced. I don't understand why he did that, uh, why he had to do that. I know reasons that I have been taught, you know, from from Bible study and from teachers. And they're very sound reasons, and I'm sure they're true. But still, I don't understand it. A love like that of a man to lay down his life for me, thousands of years ago, it had to happen. It had to be, and uh, didn't he is is uh, a gift from God? That's amazing. Okay, how effective has Jesus Rock been, the quotations around Jesus Rock? Has it served its purpose so far, and where do you think it's going from here? Well, first of all, you got, you know, here's, you know, there's a problem even with the term Jesus Rock,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, uh, some people call it Jesus, we haven't even found a name for it yet, see? Because like out in this area, you all call it Jesus rock. We call it gospel rock.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Back where I come from, some places it's called Jesus music. Mm-hmm. Some people call it contemporary Christian music. Yeah. So it's such an infant. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. It's still, it's just now coming out of an embryo stage. Right. And it's, it's a young infant. It's beginning to get up now and, like, and, and pull itself up in the cradle. Mm-hmm. So uh, at that point, I would say, thanks brother, just brought me some water here.
1: <laughs> <get> water?
0: <laughs> that's randy drinking water <laughs> bless god all right now excuse me i'll cut that part out that's okay okay yeah sure to yeah uh so i would say that for it being such a young thing it has been tremendously effective very right. uh what was the second part of your question okay has it served its purpose yes definitely so up to this point but not near what it's going to do right. you see let's, let let me call it what I call it gospel rock just mm-hmm. so I can relate a little better okay. uh, gospel rock we you know rock rock is such a influential media mm-hmm. it is no longer even a media anymore it's not just uh, music it's a culture mm-hmm. it's it's a it's it's a, a way of thinking it's an attitude mm-hmm. it's such a powerful media that you take something that powerful and that, that a music that is that powerful and put the message of Jesus to it, man,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a teaching that truth, then you have got dynamite on your hands. And that's where, that's where it's, the res- it's such a responsibility for the Christian artist. It's a heavy responsibility, man. But it's, that's, once again, is like we have yet to, we haven't even seen what it's going to do, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very, very effective. I believe it's going to bring the last major revival, the great revival, to, to usher in the coming of Christ. I believe it. Oh, yeah. Along with other parts of the media. Yeah. but I believe it's going to be a big, effective part of it. In a few simple words, most of our listening audience may not even know what we're talking about. They may have only tuned in mm-hmm. and wonder what they're listening to. Yeah, <laughs> Not only because it's you, but... Yeah, well, yeah. It may be because... <laughs> This is primarily a country station, but, you know... Oh, you should have told me that beforehand. <laughs> I thought this... No, I'm, I'm from... from uh, this I'm time, from Nashville, man, that's okay. <laughs> from the time, time we have on, on the air, uh, different nights, it's all rock. Oh, okay, I, I see. Extra so this okay. night, of course, it will be... This is weird uh, night. You got the weird... Night. Night. <laughs> so far, uh, for our audience, yeah. then. All the creeps <laughs> For your audience... How? <laughs>
1: right.
0: I'm what, sorry. In simple words, how would you explain to somebody listening how to receive Christ and how to find... it? Exactly very simple. Very, very simple. First of all, you have to hear the message of Christ, the story of Christ. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the first step. Now, if you've heard that story and you believe that story, that's the second step, is to believe it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Have faith that it's true. Okay? Believe that it's true. If you really believe that, then comes the third step. Third step is, is repentance. Okay? That's a big word, kind of. But what that basically means is a realization of the wrongs that you've done in your life and fessing up to it. Okay? Uh, just saying you are sorry and being sorry for those wrongs that you've committed which we all have okay I can go into and make this real complicated but I'm going to try and make it simple because it is simple right? <laughs> but uh, we tend to complicate it don't we the fourth step okay you have heard the story believe that it's true you've repented then you ask Jesus into your life how do you do that well you just ask him in it You pray to him very honestly, very openly. Tell him where you're at, about the hassles you're having. Fess up to it. Be honest. He already knows anyway. Be honest. Then ask him into your life. He does come in at that point and ushers in his Holy Spirit. Okay? Then you follow him in obedience. As far as I see it, five basic steps. The first act, in my opinion, of obedience is baptism in the water. Okay? That's the first act, of, as far as my buddy, Bible study, of, like, the first thing it's asked of us is, is to be baptized. So I include that as one of the steps. So five basic steps.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very simple. Howdy. This is uh, Randy Matthews. And I'm really glad to be a part of the What Show. The show? Show. <laughs> oh, yeah, the all night show. This is the all night show. That's this right. is not the all day show that we're no, having. No. This is the all night show. No, this is the all night That's show. right, good buddy, and it's on CJJC. Oh, that's right.